0: Welcome to Wait What? A podcast where we revisit the stories from the past. Let's begin today's episode in 3, 2 and 1. The legend of Puri Chagannath dates back to Yuga, when Lord Vishnu manifested himself as a blue jewel or indrinil under a banyan tree and thus was called Madhav. Upon Darshan, it granted instant moksha. So Lord Yama hit the stone. In Dwapar Yuga, King Indradyumna, nephew of Lord Ram, sent a Brahmin named Vidyapati to find about the stone. On his pursuit, he reached the place of Sabara tribe led by Vishwavasu. He married Vishwavasu's daughter Lalita and stayed there for a while. He noticed his father-in-law coming back smelling exuberant fragrances every evening. He later came to know that Vishwavasu was offering prayers to Nila Madhav. He then urges his father-in-law to take him to the place of Lord and informs the king about the finding. Indradyumna reaches the place only to find the disappearance of the deity. King Indradyumna then performs a yajna and offerings to please the Lord. Pleased by his efforts, Narada Muni offers to take him to Satyalog, the home of Lord Brahma, to plan the temple construction for Nila Madhav. On his return to the earth or Bhulok, Indra Tyumna finds that everything has changed. Due to the time difference in Satyalok and Bhulok, the earth had aged many years. He was then informed by Lord Vishnu in his dream to go to Puri seashore and find a floating log to make an image from its trunk as four discrete expansions. That is, Paramatma as Vasudeva, his view her as Balram, Yogamaya asubhadra as and his Vibhava asudashan. As the next day, he went to the seashore as instructed and found the log. But to his surprise, no one could move it. A person from the crowd appeared and could move the huge trunk with ease. He was from the Sabara clan, a descendant of Vishavasu. The greatest craftsmen from across the world assembled to carve the Lord's deity form. But all their tools shattered to pieces as soon as they touched the log. At last, an old Brahmin, Ananta Maharana, agreed to carve the deity of the Lord, but on his own terms. Complete isolation for three weeks. Arrangements were made and the gates were locked. And the beat of chisel resounded for two weeks. However, it stopped after two weeks and Nendra worried and deemed the craftsman dead. Frightened by the calmness, he rushed and opened the doors. Since the rules were broken, Ananta Maharana left the deities uncarved. And just like that, the deities were left without hands and legs. After a lot of rumination and upon suggestion by Lord Vishnu himself, these deities were placed in the temple by Lord Brahma and invoked Lord Vishnu along with his siblings and Sudarshan. It is also said that Ananta Maharana was none other than the Lord Vishnu in disguise. The temple building's construction we see today was initiated by ruler of Kalinga, Varman of Chodaganga dynasty and completed by Oriya ruler Anangabhima Deva during 1174 CE. After 1558 attacks on the temple, it was sanctified and reinstalled by Ramchandradev. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We will see you in a couple of weeks with another interesting story from the past. Until then, remember, Yad Bhavam Tat Bhavati. Namaste.